I got all you hoes on the on camera. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Be careful what you say now. Is my headband good? Everybody, listen, seriously, look at it. Is my headband okay? I just want to like start fantastic. doing the Peter Griffin. I always just think of physical. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Same thing. There's an Apple movie that's just no, what is that movie? That no, that's a that's an Olivia Newton-John music. Video. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's got that's Rose Byrne as Olivia Newton-John. Another that's one has passed away. Wait, yeah. is this a, is this a new thing? It's on Apple TV Plus. What's it's a movie. Oh, yeah, it's a I did movie. See that. It's called Physical. So mm-hmm. I'll just uh, randomly I'll just start singing Physical in this episode just to get everybody upset. <laughs> it's about O N G or O N J. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Ong Bok. Huh. It's about Ong Bok. Interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I will host and it'll be a fairly quick episode because I have a movie to catch later. This is Slashers. Oh, first of all, how about you're going to schedule this shit and then you're like with your nails. Oh, I have a movie to attend to. I do. It's, it's not even, I'm going to go see Demetrius on a boat, whatever it's called. Um, what? I don't even know what this is. Why? The, the oh, the Demeter. The, 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 okay, I got you. The last voyage of the Demeter. What do you mean? Demeter. Why? Because this is <laughs> Slasher's motherfucking podcast, your favorite podcast, your favorite horror shit. Mm. Why would I not see The Last Voyage of Demetrius? That's a horror movie one, and like, who still goes to the movies? Who still do goes to the movies? <laughs> do you even know what it's about? No. Oh not going to the movies anymore. Sorry, AIDS talking out. Never mind. Um, okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> This is Slashers. Your favorite horror podcast about your favorite horror media. It is me, obviously being co-hosted by Jason. Sorry. Um, Mikey. I couldn't here with, It's okay. You're, actually, it's your headband as a co-host. Yeah. Um, there we go. All with the, us, the video viewers. With us today is Jason's headband and Jason, Aid and Lance. My friends and headbands, say hello to the mutant goons from beyond. Speaking of headbands the other day, I was just wearing this around my house. I didn't realize it. And um, Graham had a speech session. So his his, his uh, health person came over and I was wearing this around the entire house the entire time she was here. And I, I realized I was like, oh my God, I'm wearing this right. And I just took it off. Like, I'm so sorry you had to watch see that. <laughs> oh my goodness. What era are you from? I wear headbands at the gym all the time. Anybody who has long hair is not going to fault you for wearing a headband. If you're wearing it for... I it's, it's not called. aesthetic. It's 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 a um, functional purpose. Appearance. Functional purpose. There you go. Yeah. Functional yeah. purpose. Yeah. yeah. She just wants just to look cool. Like, yeah. Look, you see this guy? Look at this. I've got to be cool at all times. This is yeah. the money maker right here. It's hard Damn. to be so cool when you're so hot. I wouldn't have my corporate office job or my second retail job without this. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jason, I, I I feel like you're a teacher now with your many positions. <laughs> exactly i can't man hey you know what i'm gonna vote for trump now i mean oh, <laughs> may as well may as well at this point fuck it um well hello goons that it was, is, that was a really long high jason 
Oh, <laughs> see, I'm just taking over the place now. I Sorry. know, Jason. T- Jason and his headband needed a a very long introduction. But yeah. yes, I am here today on a school night, and it's late, and I hate all of you. So there's that. Yeah. I tried to get it earlier, but somebody wasn't available. Um, hi, Lance. Say hi. <laughs> well, hello there. How you guys doing? Good. Boom. I feel like the episodes where Mikey hosts the sass meter goes up like at least a good fifteen to twenty percent. <laughs> yeah, it does. So do the listens. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Oh, shit. <laughs> ah, there it is. <laughs> oh, you scamp. Just kidding. Oh, Two billion God. listens worldwide, I'm telling y'all. <laughs> More listens than McDonald's, okay? Um, sure. <laughs> I don't indulge in such disgusting uh, feasts and famine. Whatever. 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 This is the last episode of our Dog Days of Summer. So I brought all my dogs to... (laughs) I meant it like, you know, in the streets. dare you! I meant it in the streets. (laughs) I love that. As soon as you said it, everybody's like, what the fuck, man? I just... I love that it was like Mikey was probably working out. I was like, how am I going to host this? How can I? Oh, here's my opening joke for this episode today. <laughs> Honestly, just like Demetrius, I'm sailing on with it because I didn't prepare anything. So get ready. Uh-oh. Um, and how does it feel to not have my notes you never use? Oh, I guess I it's the same as all the time. Yeah. See, Jason enjoys my notes. Thank you, Jason. Jason just, just doesn't own, want to ruffle your two feathers that you have. Um. <laughs> Irregardless, today is the last episode of Dog Days of Summer, so we brought to you something that none of us have seen, 2020's Good Boy, an Into the Dark feature starring Judy Greer. This was the first time we all saw it, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Y'all, did y'all ever like hear about it or anything beforehand? No. No. I yeah. I think I'd probably seen like three of these episode movie things, whatever you want to call them, the Ends of the Dark episodes. And every time I watched them, I was like, huh, that's fine. Really? I, yeah, I just, I mean, I watched, I started watching Puka Lives and I was having fun with that this afternoon, but I didn't have time to finish it. Yeah. Um, I watched, which other ones? I know I watched a handful of other ones. I can't remember offhand right now. Um, And they're all just kind of like, fine, this is fine. It feels like, it's like not quite, made for tv horror but it's not also quite not theatrical horror that's how i feel about this which i guess is kind of the, the, what they're going for i feel like yeah. um but yeah. yeah and this was fun lance have you seen any of the into the dark series no actually this is the first one and it was kind of funny because it, it gave me like a, a kind of a vibe of like old school twilight but like not as as like thriller-esque as normal like twilight you know oh, old school twilight work. zone yeah, Twilight Zone. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You yeah, gotta yeah. finish because Twilight and Twilight <laughs> Zone are very different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no crystal vampires anyway. Yeah, it's like well, there's. But yeah, yeah kind of give me that vibe. Yeah, I've seen kind of like a Alfred Hitchcock's presents or like uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, or uh, what Night Gallery. That was when I was thinking of the Winner the Wolf Year Week. So, ugh, gosh. Have uh, you seen any of the Into the Dark series, Aid? No, I haven't. I put them all on my list, and I always say I'm going to see them. Sorry, but my again, my time. Go ahead. Oh yeah, but it's, well, that's why I had to mute myself. Stella was barking at the neighbor again, so I had to get her. Oh, Thank speaking you. of dogs. Mm-hmm. Speaking of dogs, yeah, the dogs, the dog days of summer are not pleasant here uh, at the Slashers Podcast household. No. So, 
Yeah, no, I've always put them on my list, but like I'm always so consumed with anything that we do on the show, and I just never have time for like anything new. Mm-hmm. And I honestly wanted to see it, but I feel like why aren't more people talking about it? And I think this is a catch twenty two with all of the content that we have. Like, either a like everybody's talking about it, or b it's it's good but it's obscure and just like falls into the the ether of all the bullshit that everything else is just coming out. Like nobody can keep up with anything anymore. And so we're, here we are yeah. talking, talking about Judy Greer. Yeah. <laughs> I think, so I'm glad we talked about Into the Dark because I know Jason has, feels some sort of way about it, but I actually think most of the ones that I've seen have been really good. I think being grouped together as an advertises like a series is their downfall because it to me it's like well i'm not going to watch it because i haven't seen the other ones but like li- these are all standalone movies they might yeah. have like a little nudge and a wink to like a previous one like a little easter egg like this one does have one um but that's that's all you don't have to watch any of them to see you can watch a random one because they usually fall on some sort of holiday did this one no yeah. see that was the sales because at all it was there the sales pitch is kind of like the hour revolver on some sort of holiday or international holidays i know there's one that's about international women's day i think it was a popular one um but i was like what is this like maybe like mother's day or mental health awareness month i couldn't put my finger on what holiday oh, it's, like a, it's a theme thing yeah typically they they have something to do with some holiday that's occurring there's like an easter oh. one there's a couple christmas and halloween ones <laughs> so um, taco day is gonna get like a taco murder scene it literally like, hey, could because you know? yeah. they, they yeah. were releasing in the month that this holiday took place so like sure. the first one of course is halloween and so the ones that i've seen that i've really enjoyed are the body the body's the very first entry it's takes place on halloween and now when he closes the door olivia's like parting out the living room apparently <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so I've seen The Body, which takes place on Halloween, uh, Flesh and Blood, which is, I believe, Thanksgiving, Puka, which is Christmas, and New Year, New You, which obviously is New Year's Eve. Um, Puka is not good. Puka Lives is good. The second one is better than the original. Um, Down, two people find themselves on the elevator, uh, stuck in an elevator on Valentine's Day. Um, And I'm just- Nice little meat cute, you know? Yeah, (laughs) rom-con horror style. yeah. I really liked I'm Just Fucking With You. That one is so good because it's very is that, much... Is that the one about pranks? Like they're like doing pranks on each other the entire time? It's or one one it gets, person. Like one yeah. guy's kind of psycho and like when he like starts to get to the edge, he's like, no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, and so that one's really good. And it's funny because all of these have in common that they have really hot guys as the killers. So I'm like... <laughs> so. Already, I'm wet. This just went up that on age list a little bit. I know. We all know I love terrible people. These guys (laughs) Sometimes, I think the reason I became a filmmaker is because I watched these movies with these really hot guys, and these girls are stuck with them in situations, and they're like, "Eh." I'm like, bitch, go along with it. Maybe even have sex with him. Like, that's fine. But as soon as you find an out, then go. I I don't understand why you're like, no, not me. It's like... I'm a little scared, but I'm also a little horny. And, you know, let's go ahead and... We... In, I always say this about that Gotham episode that my Milo Ventimiglia is on because he's like a BDSM guy. Mm-hmm. And she spends the night with him and he wants her to stay the next day and have breakfast. She's like, no, I gotta go home. And he starts getting weird. And I'm like, well, he's so hot. So let him fuck you a little more in his little weird <laughs> room with all his little things and then when you can get out get out like why are you gonna fight him now like 
have a little more fun and then go home. Like if you're gonna die anyway, whatever. We all need our Billy Loomis, right? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like you know, there's gonna be a time where your psycho boyfriend takes you out in public, and that's when you're like, "Psst, this guy kills people. He also murders this vagina." But we'll talk about that later. (laughs) A slippia cocktail napkin with a nine one one on it. Yeah, Don't forget my so- drink when you give it back to me, please. Yeah, and like, that's about it. Yeah. Like, there's no rush to get me out of this situation, but eventually like, I'm wh- gonna have to. Yeah. Get out. Why? Why are people freaking out? What is? What is the problem? I don't. So know. wait, what is your two guys' the red flag for that situation? Because <laughs> obviously it takes a lot. So you know, like a situation. Yeah, that's that's the thing is we're not snitches. <laughs> if my curator in a barbarian, they were probably like, nothing's wrong here. Nothing's wrong here at all. Oh yeah. my god, Bill Skarsgård on the dirt. <laughs> Hello. A's like, let me get the nine one one on a napkin. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, this is really creepy, but I mean, this is Carl's car. He's really tall and dark, so I, I mean, yeah. you know. he's really? got those pretty blue eyes. Fine, yeah. I'll stay here. I'm not. Listen, I'd rather stay with him than the streets of Detroit. So I would definitely <laughs> would have went in the house. I know. Sorry. And then he's like, "I'll take the couch." I was like, "Yeah, you'll take me on the couch." That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so like, it's when just... he offered her wine, hello. I'm like, all right, I'm dead. Get I would have been like, by the way, if you put something in this, you don't have to. <laughs> like, I'm I'm pr- I'm, a, I'm a sure thing. I'm a yeah, sure thing. like I want to be there. Let's get that straight. And he's probably like, I didn't put anything in there. Like, oh, okay. we don't I even need case. the wine. All right, we don't. Uh, need it. I literally want the the person who's trying to like kidnap you go. Mm, this might be a red flag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like the opposite red flag to that situation. Wait, listen, this She's is like, just like, not, this yeah. is not hard at all. This is actually really taking it out of the chase, which is the fun part for me. My like, whole I mood. like, listen, you need help. All right. <laughs> I saw this thing recently that was like, why gays aren't in horror movies. And it's this guy running through the house and there's a guy in a screen mask following him with a knife and he's shirtless. And the gay guy's like, oh no, someone help me. And like, as he's running, he's grabbing like the lube and like wine glasses. <laughs> and like, he runs into his room and the scream guy just chases him. Um, but yeah, it's funny and it's accurate. Um, with that said, there is no studly serial killer in this movie, but a cute little puppy that has a little bit of a murderous side. So mm-hmm. I actually saw the the advertisement for Good Boy, and I've been wanting to see it because I like Judy Greer. I think she's funny. And I really like her because I feel like she also represents normal people. Yeah. <laughs> Judy Greer, <laughs> I'm sorry if you're listening, but like she's not overly no but she like, yeah yeah i get your saying for sure she's not like a you know one of these super like tens kind of thing she looks yeah. like it's just a normal person yeah. i can only think about 13 going on 30 when i see her <laughs> like, i can only think of arrested development <laughs> up here michael up here michael <laughs> but yeah she's always the best friend but of course we all know and love her as violet from jawbreaker and so you know darren stein loves her you know the director fern. writer fern or Violet. I call her Violet because, you know, I'm Courtney, obviously. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I killed I killed Liz. I killed the team dream. So deal with it. <laughs> and like it is such a great film because they they paint her into this whole light. And you know, we have we did we do an entire episode on Jawbreaker, guys, if y'all would ever want to listen to it. So go just like go back into time and you can hear our whole take with Darren Stein. But Judy Greer is amazing. And I actually read an interview with her and I don't know if it was this film that she was talking about, but she had to do a sex scene. And she was like, I don't know how to be sexy. <laughs> I'm like, girl, just take your shirt off. Like what I else know. do you need to do? Like, she actually, 
She's in Reboot. Have y'all watched that TV show on Hulu? Which one? The one based off of the old animation. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about the cartoon with Enzo. No, no, no. I, love I, I remember. Show. Yeah, I remember that show when I was a kid Reboot. too. But, yeah, it's on, but it's on Hulu. <laughs> it's got her and Keegan Michael Key and uh, Johnny Knoxville. It's pretty funny, actually. I'm it got sure. canceled, but she. It's funny, like she's like getting undressed and she's changing her clothes on her trailer. And like her tops off, and then it'd be like a couple people walk in there, and she can't get her shirt back on, and so she's like freaking. <laughs> she says she doesn't know how to be sexy, and I'm like, "Girl, you just do it. There's yeah. no, you know, somebody will like it. Someone out there will want it." <laughs> she's got, she's got the nice, what do they call them in a, in hocus pocus, jabos. Yabos. Yabos. Yeah, she's got nice yabos, which is it's cool that she plays Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter because they both are very average looking women with nice yabos they're yeah. homely but jamie lee curtis back in the day did have a fabulous body yeah well I don't think, judy greer might she doesn't really show it off um true all i know yeah. is she's, she's got she's got the junk in the top but um so it's funny y'all mentioned what y'all kind of know her from i know her from uh archer which is funny because it's the character she plays i love archer <laughs> complete <laughs> opposite of who she is just, can you can you strangle me just a little bit harder just yeah. like... i would love to see a live action of her doing that yeah but so for anybody that hasn't heard of it basically good boy is an inch of the dark entry and what i hate is if you look it up on imdb you have to look up into the dark and then look at the episode breakdown and then you'll find it so it's really oh. stupid that's why i'm like the into the dark it needs to kind of take a back seat like, sure, Jason Blum presents an Into the Dark entry, but they should all stand alone as their own movies. Um, but Judy Greer plays an, an aging woman who uh, her biological click is ticking. Click. Her biological clock is ticking. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, she can't find a boyfriend. She wants kids. And she has severe anxiety. <laughs> Guilty. Um, <laughs> so... She decides to get an emotional support dog, and the dog seems to be killing people uh, that kind of wrong her. Um, so we need to find this dog and give him to Britney Spears because she's going through some struggles right now. Um, not sure if well, you heard you know the big what? news. Yes, we heard the big news, but you know what? She's still twirling her ass around on TikTok, so she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, that's pretty much a quick spoiler-free summary of Good Boy. Um, there is a surprisingly amount of noticeable faces in this. Oh show. yeah. So I mean, really of course, good. who's who of this one? Yeah, yeah, I mean, of course, we have uh, Judy Greer. Who has she done any other thing? Any other horror things besides Halloween and this? Uh, Cursed. Oh yeah, I forgot. Y'all talk about that movie all the time. <laughs> We have to do Jason's like, haha, bitches. Yeah, I don't even like that movie that much, but it's funny. Like, it's, Jason you know... almost took off the headband for this, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and threw it on the floor. Y'all yeah. throw. I'm, I'm surprised since Dog Days of Summer, it was. I figured it was been would have been thrown out at some point because we did a little bit of werewolves too. We did one <laughs> werewolf movie, and that was enough. Yeah. Which, by the way, I have never had to back up a movie choice we've made so hard as I've oh had to. Oh my god, I haven't had, listen, all, all the white cis men coming out of the woodwork to attack me on my own page telling you how much of a garbage movie American Werewolf in Paris is in. Let me just tell all of you with your fucking caps on and your beards. 
Oh, sorry, Lynn. Oh, um, I know, I feel but okay. they all they all have caps on and beards, and they all like are trying to be serious in their pictures. And like, it is not that serious. Like, why are you so sad that somebody likes this movie? Like, you know, sad part about to, this uh... is, to everybody out there. I didn't do that episode for this month. <laughs> I think it's the only one I didn't do. So yeah. don't come at me. <laughs> no, but you should have because everyone. Well, no, they they have the facade, right? And no. it's all these white guys like excuse me sorry okay. jason yeah why do you think we have jason here and lance isn't counting he's puerto rican but he's the worst puerto rican you'll know oh, here it goes um he he's really passing is. he's, he's passing he's passing he's passing how dare you <laughs> blue eyes get me everywhere yeah yeah, and that's his, that's his end all be all. No, yeah. I, remember I actually, I talked to Josh. He's like, I listened to the episode. He's like, have you seen the movie? He's like, no, I never saw it. And you guys didn't really convince me other to, to watch it. <laughs> Not even for the boombox. Not even for Julie Bowen. Gun, yeah. how dare you? You know what? Gun, Gun owes me. So I'm going to say, yes. go ahead and watch the movie, Gun. Write up your own little review and send it over to us. <laughs> um... So yes, horror uh, actress Judy Greer, apparently. Um, Steve Gutenberg, which isn't a lot of shit, but has he done horror? Steve Gutenberg? Cocoon scary, right? Isn't Cocoon? <laughs> yeah, Cocoon. Wasn't he? No, I, I almost- I mean, there's a lot of old people in it. So <laughs> yeah, just doing jazzercise. That is a horror <laughs> movie as far as I'm I, concerned. I, I almost wanted to say he was, what's his face in Congo, but that's the guy from Nip Tuck, right? It's something? been so long since I've seen Congo. Congo? Yeah, I thought he was in Congo. Is so. it Bruce Campbell in Congo? Bruce Campbell is in Congo. He's, he's the one that dies in the beginning. He's the first right? one that dies. Yeah, he's the first one that dies. That's Tim Curry, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we all look the same day, okay? All of us. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Anyway. Um, so. We also have Ellen Wong, who is from um, Silent Night. Yeah, that's when, that's when I first. That's when I first. Yeah, she's been. She's also show. yeah. She's also Knives Chow and uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, I, I haven't seen that. Oh really? That, that yeah. Show. Yeah. Um, she looks so much different. Yeah. What Banks does to a person. Apparently, <laughs> she's in The Void, which I feel like I have to watch again. How have you not seen The Void? Hold on. I, no, I have seen it. I just don't remember it. Cut that out. There's a toilet flashing behind me. Oh, I didn't hear it. Mm. I didn't hear anything. Yeah, I didn't hear it either. Um, we'll cut this conversation about the toilet out. We're leaving it all in. Um, <laughs> and she's in Space Buddies. But anyways, so definitely no Ellen Wong. I didn't, like, I feel like she looks younger than she did in Silent Night. So, uh, but she's also <laughs> doing the whole influencer thing. And then uh, this name was familiar. And I was like, why does she look familiar? Maria Conchita Alonso. See. Oh, yeah. The Running Man. Predator 2. Predator Extreme two. Pred Prejudice. Um, she's Lawrence done a lot. Of Salem. Vampiras, just to throw Very some ho ho uh, horror out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she's done a lot, and I, oh, I just love her. She yeah. one of the the witches in Lords of Salem. No, she's the, she's the wife of um, the professor. The, well, what's his name from X Men? Um, Senator Kelly. Senator Kelly's wife. Oh. <laughs> we don't know people's real names. We only know their actors' names. Yeah, from, from a, a movie from twenty years, more than twenty yeah. years ago. 
<laughs> the sad part, half the fucking people listening are like, "Is oh shit, that guy? Yeah. That guy, yes, because like I don't know his, who knows his real name, anyways." The only reason why she knows who it is because Hugh Jackman's in that movie. Well, <laughs> duh. Obviously, I just watched part two, so I could just watch Hugh Jackman get half naked and scream the whole time. <laughs> and then Dan came home and was like, "Why are you watching this?" I'm like, "Shut up." Just watch my movie. This, this is this is my time. This, this is, is mom's my time. time. <laughs> hmm, anyway, oh sorry, I know. No, I'm he trying to remember. Just... I'm trying to remember his name. He's very Senator famous. Kelly. No, who's the guy that plays Cyclops? James Marsden. James Marsden. Yeah. So if James Marsden and Wolverine, I can't remember his name. They'll just said it. Um, <laughs> you... We're in the same room with each other. How dare mm. you? Would you choose one or would you take a trip to Paris? <laughs> or would you turn yourself into a Is Chinese finger trap? <laughs> if that's an option, then obviously door number I mean, two. I know. Oh, so okay. Um, <laughs> so we're going with the, we're going with the Chinese finger trap. Um, okay, I was just curious because I really love James Marston. Um, just got nominated for an Emmy. He did, yeah. he did, and that show is amazing, by the way. Oh, was it it's for just the, like the, the jury? Yeah. The, the jury, jury yeah. show. That's a great, that's a great show. Just like, do y'all remember so Joe Schmo's show? Y'all remember that in like 2002? Sounds familiar. Sounds like, familiar. Yeah, it's like the exact same premise. Sounds very cis, uh, white, hetero. Of It actually, it had Kristen Wiig on it before she was on SNL. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. You know what? Someone used to tell me I always looked like Kristen Wiig back in the day when Kristen Wiig was famous, and I used to get—I <laughs> wasn't sure how to feel about that because I'm like, well, she's famous, but do I, do I really look like Kristen Wiig? I don't know. I don't yeah. know how to feel hearing that. I don't. I don't yeah. yeah. What do, what do like you say to that? What do you say to that? I don't. I love know. backhanded compliments. <laughs> so back <laughs> to the movie. All right. sorry, so sorry. she's got it. She's sorry. Jason has his whip out. Everybody behave. Um, the biggest <laughs> face that I was excited to—not the biggest face, but the person I was most excited for. Five head. Um, I gotcha. Was uh, forehead bound. Let's go. The doctor. Who does anybody know who the doctors were? The doctors from the fertility doctor. No, she looked familiar. She's Holly, Holly from Scream Two. Okay. Oh, oh makes so, yeah, she is. Yeah, she did look familiar. Yeah, and I was like, I've never seen her in anything other than Scream Two, so I'm very happy to see her. I mean, she has one of the most scariest moments in a movie, probably. <laughs> yeah, and she looks the same. Still looks amazing. Just she different looks hair. Amazing. Yeah, honestly, she looks. And that's the thing. Her hair, you know, hair always changes. Whatever. Yeah. And early 2000s aged so many of us with those terrible haircuts. And let me just say, I mean, for Austin T, it was more than a good idea. No, no, no. <laughs> absolutely not. So, um, but I'm sorry. Yeah, that is probably that is honestly, it's probably up in the top ten of scariest moments for oh, climbing yeah. over. The yeah. most suspenseful. suspenseful yeah, my yeah. ass was so tight you could have made a diamond in there. Because <laughs> yeah. um, you know, everybody's like going, "She's black." It's the, one of those weird scenes. She's going to die here. It's the best friend, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The white girl tried to tell her to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm surprised you made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, oh Jason. I, I'm just going through the horror movie tropes. Well, yeah, remember, what... remember, not that this is a Scream 2 podcast, but she was uh, in one of the scripts. She was supposed to be one of the killers. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Neither here nor there. We love you, listener of the show, Holly from Scream 2. Um, yes. 
so basically judy greer is like oh my god i can't find a guy and she wants kids she goes and so when she pulls out her phone and she's about to call someone the contact number says are you sure question mark and i was like i need to save him a couple people that on my phone um so i thought it was gonna be like an ex or something yeah. are you sure uh-huh <laughs> I thought it was going to be like an ex or something, but that's what I thought. That's what I assumed. That's what I felt led to believe because she would always, after a date, she would look at it, and then the date would go wrong. It was like, oh, going to go back to the ex boyfriend. Yeah, which <laughs> by the way, right. she goes on a couple of terrible dates. The real estate agent, he was hot and breedable. I don't know why she didn't do it. Um, he was a douche. Wait, wait the guy the cares. <laughs> the one I that mean, took the moment to like start scrolling while she was in the bathroom yeah <laughs> yeah who goes back well, on the app while she walks away yeah but you know and this is so i'm just going to interject as a woman watching this film that mikey said first of all mikey subjected me to so i'm very upset by this you're welcome um because i'm like i'm watching this the beginning of this and i'm looking at her and i'm like oh my god this is me because it's not even about like finding the one right she's more worried about her clock ticking she's 38 i'm 35 everyone in case you didn't know actually i'm 20 (laughs) i'm 22 sorry and and i just i i I just don't think men have an understanding or none of you will ever including you mikey you have you will never understand like the just impending sense of this Looming, thank you, thank you, Lynn. <laughs> this impending sense of uh dread that befalls you as a woman because you know you only have so much time, and so in your 20s, you're fucking around, you're having a good time, which is probably what she did, but she was also working on her career. So, and I, I, we get we get snippets of that, especially when we find out her job later because Steve Gutenberg is such a shithead, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. When we watch her she's looking for a partner but she's also looking for someone who's going to give her what she needs because she knows that eventually she will not be able to have children so are you sure yes we're going to go ahead and freeze her eggs she finally goes and does it yes i'm a woman i'm taking charge but as a woman i'm watching this and i know this because my my cousin worked in fertility and i know all these things it is very expensive to freeze your eggs yep the prices they talked about are Correct, because my friend did it. Correct, yeah, and and so she said it was what it was ten thousand for retrieval. It's ten thousand for retrieval, five hundred a year to keep the eggs in the bank, right? Just to store them somewhere (laughs) to pay their rent. And God knows (laughs) that they're your eggs; they're probably just throwing them all in the same spot. And then, and you never, you don't know, like you don't know, like do you follow your eggs into the bank? Like you have no fucking idea. Like that's what scares me the most is that people are just willy nilly flicking eggs everywhere. And then (laughs) another 5,000 to unfreeze them. And you're laughing at me, but you have no idea. You just made that sound like an egg hunt. (laughs) It's like like an egg hunt, like here. Yeah. And not only that, not all of these eggs are not even viable. So not all of them will work. And even after you do all of this, it doesn't matter because it can't not, it, it may not work at all. And not only that, but like you're the, the hormones and all of the things that she was going through and injecting herself with fertility, that is real. That is true. She's not, you know, 
you know, a drug addict. These are not track marks. Like she has to stick herself <laughs> with this stuff. And then what you're, what happens is, is when they do this, because I tried to sell my eggs and then they told yeah. me that I had fragile X syndrome. So that's another thing. So I couldn't sell them. But before that, they gave me this whole spiel of what I had to do in order to sell them or not sell them. I'm sorry, donate. Excuse me. She's <laughs> like you're about to put Craigslist. Yeah, so I was donating my eggs. A, a just called herself out. I was selling that shit. Yeah. On the block. Hell, you know what? Whoever the fuck wants to buy them at this point, come on oh. over. Like, come on over to the blockbuster real quick. I got my trunk open. <laughs> they ain't going anywhere. So what the hell? And so I was like, all right. So they stick you, and not only that, do they the, all the fertility treatments? What it does is it like enlarges your um, the sac that your eggs are in, which is your not fallopian tube, but the, um, the ovary itself. They enlarge so that more eggs are expelled, and so that they can extract more. So what they told me when this happens is you can't exercise or move a lot because then your, your tubes can just roll up together, and you could fucking die. So that's fun. And basically, like yeah, yeah, no, but that's true. So that they're trying they to get stop because... stuck on their way down, and then you so get little, sepsis. Yeah, so a little, um, you know, science lesson for all of you: like women no are only, today. yeah, women... I know. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm so much. because this is the problem with this episode. This is very like a woman centric episode. So if a lot of men watching this are like, "Oh fuck it," like who cares? Like what yeah. you don't understand is that we are born with all of the eggs we'll ever have, and those are the only eggs that we have. We are not men. We can't shoot them out until we die. Okay. They're there. Robert De Niro is still there. having kids. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, for me watching this, that's why I was so mad. I was getting angrier and angrier every second. And I'm like, why is making making me watch this movie? Because, you know, I'm getting to the age where, oh my God, what am I gonna do? Right. And and it's like and, Good job, and Mikey, traumatizing aid. This whole thing is an allegory. She gets a dog to sort of represent or the comfort that she needs that she wants with it with a child. Stella, check. And... <laughs> Sorry. Just the daggers coming from I know. I was like, if, if you all could see the face she just made to me, it it just I'm already been bleeding out right now. Good. I hope that happens. Anyways. So the whole thing is basically an allegory so she finally gets the child that she wants and she's not giving it up right and this is what people do with their own children they just sort of make excuses for them they can do no wrong and it doesn't matter what instant they put them in they're still your child and i'm gonna just defend you and that's it yeah. right and cover so up. when they're at the, the the hot yoga class whatever it's like there's something wrong with my yeah. dog you're the one that's you're just the one that's <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> but that's how people behave with their children yeah and, it, absolutely and you know i just thought it was so interesting to put that with a dog because with a dog all of us are endeared to it right even when he is at his worst we're like oh but you can't just leave him outside no my god <laughs> like you just flown eight man. knives child and she's still making excuses <laughs> I think it is kind of like, I think one of the reasons that also like it kind of toys with you is because I think everybody kind of wishes that they had that protector when someone kind of fucks with you that would like take care of it. And oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, so it's also, it's not so much revenge as it is just like, I guess karma you you could say, because she really mm -hmm. didn't do anything to any of these people that, you know, wronged her except for the poor Ellen Wong. Um, but <laughs> um, she did try to save her, so there was yeah. that. 
Yeah. And she got out the worst. I feel like yeah. she got out the worst. Well, I guess B looked pretty, pretty, pretty bad when you saw her. it. It drove me nuts because pretty much every murder, she did not have to actually touch any of these fucking people. Like she made it so much worse by fucking trying to hide it. I was like, just leave them there. They're like dog marks. No one's gonna assume that you were there or gave a shit. No one's gonna look at your dog and go, "Yeah, you're twenty pound dog." Fucking- and it was yeah. pretty funny though when like what? when she walked in after she, I think she killed B. He was like, "Oh, somebody likes raspberries." I'm like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I know, not raspberry." So she does get yeah. this dog from the shelter, and it is a very unique looking dog. I will say, I love that it wasn't just like a regular like. Sorry if anybody has a lab, but like a you know <laughs> just a regular like, like yellow lab. Yeah. Well, labs are popular, and that's the thing. So you have like popular dogs. The French bulldog is the most popular right now. It would have been funnier Obviously. if it was a labradoodle. A labradoodle. <laughs> but this kind of dog is very scrappy, right? He's so cute. He is cute. He is cute, and honestly, I could. And you know what? There were things that she was doing. So, and I, you know, Claire, I love you. But Claire, Claire does the same thing with her fucking Yorkie. She, or I'm sorry, with Milo. She like <laughs> she pokes Milo around everywhere and to the ends of the earth and back. So I feel like this is Claire's movie. So I'm gonna send it to her after we watch this and be like, "This will be you if you don't cut the cord with Milo." Because <laughs> wow, this is what your life will turn into. Yes. Um, yeah. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. Um, it gets so quiet. We're all like, we got quiet. Yeah, yeah. We're very sorry, Claire. So sorry. Yeah, Claire. Totally. Yeah. Can someone at least do a you two don't have check? to see her later on. I'll have yeah. to look at her at one point. He's like, let's go. Hi, Claire. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your dog at? Yeah. Yeah. Surprised Crazy. you can step away from your puppy. <laughs> Crazy dog lady. Um, but actually it's funny because they mentioned when she gets him from the pound he's like yeah the poor thing was like in a, a what did he say a criminal's house so he saw a lot of uh crime happen and and that's why he's here because i guess <laughs> and that's kind of what happens you realize oh the dog actually may have been it's, the one it's like what happened it's like they dug, they dug up this dog next to the body of jane doe from the autopsy of jane doe they you know they got her yeah. that criminal house in the basement <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was. This also is like it feels like a remake of Man's Best Friend. You know, like mm-hmm. the main character is a journalist. She gets this dog out of nowhere who may be genetically modified at some point. Uh, yeah, you he's know. like part robot or something, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And that one, he's no, he's part. <laughs> no, he's not even part robot. He's got like, oh, like he's got panther blood in him. He can like do. He's he's just a crazy dog. Oh my. Um, <laughs> Yeah. He only works 80% of the time. Yeah, the he time. eats cats. Um, I was going to say, the only thing I remember about that movie is when he climbs the tree and eats the cat. And I was like, Yeah, exactly. Oh, I was yeah. like seven like years that. old. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, I don't like that at all. My yeah. kitty. So, good news for everybody listening no animals die in this movie. What did you say about Milo and Otis? Well, that's where Claire got Milo from. Uh, yeah. Tell her how many dogs and cats died making that movie. Oh, oh yeah, no. I've heard about that. I'm not um, saying uh, no. I wouldn't do that to her. Yeah. Um, but when your childhood I real mean, quick. Milo Milo goes to Canada, so he's international now. So there you yeah. go. Oh, they have to get a passport. a passport too, don't yeah. they? Yes. 
Do you have to get a dog passport for that? Yeah, you do it. It's it's big things for animals. Yeah, it's a big deal for animals because they can carry like diseases and stuff in other countries. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's only Canada, Canada, so it's not like it's India or something. Like, we don't care about Canada. Like, what is. (laughs) Well, there's like, I feel like the border between America and Canada is very invisible. It's not like Mexico where they're like, excuse me. And like most of America, most of Canada's population is below Detroit anyway. So like nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hilarious to me because people are, you know, all these ignorant idiots. They're always talking about, you know, Mexico and they have no idea that like so many people come into Canada with fraudulent passports and that's how they get through the border. <laughs> We're not going to go after Canada. Let's go after Mexico because everybody's brown. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yay. Side note, Sorry. when I was young, Side my note. grandparents smuggled a parrot in from Mexico that they got, and apparently you can get in big trouble for that. Uh, Anyways, we gotta oh. worry about those Canadian drug <laughs> cartels, though. Yeah, my grandparents, <laughs> yeah, we smuggle parents from Mexico, parrots from Mexico, and you get a death sentence, smuggle drugs in from Canada. It's fine. You're just like, yeah. hey, got a, got a couple kilos of cocaine, eh? Yeah. Hey. I mean, as <laughs> long as it's hey. not a ferret, you know, California has a thing about ferrets. They do. <laughs> Speaking of, things that aren't ferrets um <laughs> so judy greer decides to name her dog reuben because he ate her reuben and i was like so, speaking so of mexico i feel very offended first um, of all who the fuck is making a reuben for themselves nobody makes a reuben at home who's so no sauerkraut on that thing somebody has a lot of time on their hands why did you just like this character has and yeah. she was very proud of this Reuben. And I said, I said, Judy, this is why we're single. Why are we making Reubens at home? Well, you it, need a glass of wine and a wedge of cheese and go to bed. That's it. And a pack of cigarettes. It's all about bed. pimento cheese spread. Dude, it's going to be on Chick-fil-A sandwich now. I'm that's so crazy. excited. I can't I'm wait to so eat excited. it. I know, Hold I the heard. honey drizzle, but I will have the Chick-fil-A pimento mm, cheese sandwich. Put that honey Jason, drizzle I, all down I, my back. I saw that comment there that Jason made, and I said absolutely not to myself, but I didn't want to hurt your feelings. And there's what, you don't like pimento cheese? That, absolutely not. No. Or is it something against Chick-fil-A? Go back to New York. <laughs> um, however, however y'all, are me, y'all are making me hungry. I know I'm hungry too. It's fine. Um, Mikey's like, I got dinner coming soon. Let's fucking go. (laughs) I've actually got to go to dinner soon. That's what Mikey's saying. (laughs) Yeah. Bye. Um, No, just kidding. Bye. Um, And I'm out. Slasherspod.redbubble.com. No. Oh my God. Could you imagine if that's just how we ended the episode? This is Slashers. That was the end of Dog Days of Summer. <laughs> Uh, I wish um, but no so the people in Judy's life that are and that's not even her name her character name is uh, I didn't even know she's just Judy Greer yeah. Yeah. I don't even know the yeah, one time no, we actually say the actress's name and not their character Maggie I, Maggie yeah, yeah. Uh, no let's go back to Judy yeah I'm calling her Maggie Maggie sounds too much like <laughs> f- but um so um more sass which is what we don't say on this podcast Um, you can say it i can't yeah unless you're mikey no one else is saying i was about to say unless you're me or you're having sex with me you can't say it um okay well you know well judy greer is being wronged by people such as steve gutenberg also known as don of course (laughs) of course he is and people just, like just those old start people dying. Pool. Were there old people in the pool? 
And cocoon. This is cocoon Are you on by the cocoon? You can't make comments like that because the pool is central to the story in Good Boys. I forgot about it. It got dirty. It was real dirty. And then a little Mexican chick had to clean it. Um but um so off topic now. I love it. Okay, bringing it all back in. You got two minutes left. Oh, it's fine. Um so people are fucking her over and then they end up dead. The guy she goes on a date with who's like, I don't play games. And she's like, oh, good. And then he starts trying to hook up with her. And she's like, I thought you didn't play games. She's like, I don't. We're, we're getting I straight to smoke. the point. Yeah, he's like, I smoke. It's in yeah. my profile. I don't even show. It's like, shut up about it. It's in my profile. Yeah, because he, <laughs> he kept saying, like, didn't you read my profile? Because she kept, like, being like, wait, you don't own this house? Um, and so she's in the bathroom pretending to fix her makeup but we all know she's just taking a huge dump in there oh there are all those um, condoms in the trash can oh yeah and there's condoms in the trash <laughs> can so while she's in there ruby or ruben or the dog is attacking the uh <laughs> the hot yet apparently not a good person guy and so she walks out and i think a car hits him but then like speeds off and they're like oh no he got hit by a car it's like yeah <laughs> uh, ruben's like i didn't do this I like raspberries that's what this is this is all just raspberries <laughs> And I like how she takes she takes the dog to the vet the next day to make sure he's okay. And she's like, yeah, I think the blood on him was basically just him being in the splash zone. And she's like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, someone just died. Um, someone like some watching Dexter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the, the, uh, the manager, no, I guess he's her manager. The editor. Talking about the, her boss? Yeah. Yeah, he know. was the editor-in-chief. The editor-in-chief. Of the... Valley well, that's not the next one that died, isn't it? The landlord that dies next. Oh yeah, yeah. his landlord, Maria Conchita. Yeah. She, which this is annoying too because she's like, "This is my emotional support doc." She's like, "I don't care. You need to get rid of it." She's like, "No, it like supersedes the law because he's a certified." <laughs> and she's like, "No, I don't care." And I was like, "Actually, Judy Greer is kind of right." <laughs> I was going to be like, "I am a sovereign citizen." Okay. <laughs> okay, you know what, but. There, there has been a, an incident in our school where some girl ran out of her classroom crying to her mother, a grown-ass woman, you need to bring my dog to the school or I'm going, I can't take it. Yeah, that's what the emotional yeah. support dog is for. If somebody would have told like one of my teachers back yeah. in high school in like 2004, like I need my emotional support labradoodle, they would have been like kicked out of class. <laughs> you are a teacher. Suck it up, Buttercup. But oh, the teacher did that. The teacher, the teacher did, that? did that. Yes. Oh, I thought it was. A she student. Left, and she left the kids. I literally know. Room. All of us thought it was a student. The kids were left <laughs> just, alone. Yeah, I assumed it was a sixteen-year-old kid. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> no, it was the teacher. And I That's go, amazing. let me tell this bitch over here running around, twenty-two years old, acting like she's forty-five and can't stand. Get the fuck out of here. That, that teenager. That. that... <laughs> You know what? You take your fucking emotional support and you go cry at home because I, you know what? No, you cannot um, do this job. Bye. That 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 teenage queen beat down her weakness real quick. Like, oh, I know, right? Both self conscious of that and was like, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, actually, so cute side story. So Adam is an instructor for um, Color Guard, and one of his students has an emotional support dog, and so she. um I think she gets seizures, and so this support dog can tell whenever it's going to happen. When that's going to happen, yeah. yeah. A lot of people have that for that. But See, this, that's, that's not an emotional yeah. support dog. That's a 
Service that's a leg- that's a legitimate dog. Yes. Yeah. This is one that literally. <laughs> that's a oh fuck you're gonna die dog. Well, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> these are the dogs that like go through like fifty thousand dollars worth of training, and so yeah. because it's like a dance class, um, she was showing Adam what the dog could do. So like when they're dancing and their heart rate goes up, the dog starts acting weird because it can tell whenever you have anxiety, and whenever your heart rate goes up, he comes up to you and he puts his head on your lap and like makes you pet him. And it was just like the cutest thing. And Adam was like stressing out about something and the dog comes up to him and just like sits next to him. I was like, I want that. That's so cute. But like this dog did a bunch of really like interesting stuff to like calm you down. So, um, but yeah. For the small price of the Subaru Impreza, this car and this dog can be yours. Well, I think when you actually, I think when you have conditions like that i think there's like grants and stuff that will pay. sure yeah yeah um, but i yeah. know that it's very expensive to for those dogs to go through all that training well you've seen my sister's keeper right so no. that's the whole okay so in the book i never saw the movie but in the book the um the the attorney he always has the dog and he's an asshole about it because people are like why do you have this dog well he's my service dog well what's wrong with you and he won't tell them yeah and then he has like a sur- a seizure in court and then we realized, oh, this is why he has this dog <laughs> in front of the whole world. I but love as you added out that uh, that seizure, like um, I know. Like I one know. of those I big things coming out, like the inflatable yeah, man, the inflatable man in front of car dealerships. <laughs> the wacky uh, wavy. What an insensitive <laughs> episode we have today. God forbid you have seizures. Because... I, know. I know. Well, you know what? I, Lance is the vicinity. We're definitely going to be canceled. So oh, God. God. Well, <laughs> well, anyway. They don't listen. Yeah, we have uh, thought. I mean, uh, whatever. Anyways. Um, <laughs> People of <have> taste. <laughs> <laughs> the cool thing yeah. about this, though, is that the dog is just not a killer dog. There's something inside of the dog. It kind of reminds me of Uninvited, where there's like an evil cat and a regular cat. <laughs> I remember that one. Uh, yeah, that's that's quite the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's, I, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was fun. Um, I know there was a lot of emotional trauma for some of the co-hosts involved. Um, but um, my only thing is I wish... That... strays over there i know i didn't say which one i know um... Lance, i'm sorry i apologize yeah. a lot of trauma a lot of trauma i swear to god i, was... <laughs> I just wish that the dog and judy greer just like were Drew able to ball. live live their life at the end yeah that was a shitty ending yeah there's because... like four epilogues the best ending was when the the blood splattered on her face and she was you know, yeah. smiling. Yeah. And and the movie I mean, there. You didn't want the moment where she was literally like milking the puppy. Yeah. No, no, no. She was <laughs> yeah. no, she was milking. And then her. I was watching was that and I go, way. this just turned into a Doug movie. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot about her breastfeeding the dog. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah it was like all black and white all of a sudden that it was, it was her tip because yeah. she has freckly boobs so that was, it was that was a fake tip yeah. yeah and it was essentially like really driving home oh and just in case you didn't realize this was supposed to be like her kid for the entire movie yeah. we just really drive the point home right at this point i just you know if this was an a24 movie would have had that image of the dog <laughs> drinking milk from her breast and she turns into like the mother mary statue with the sure. lights behind her oh. and we have like this orchestral music just rise and then <laughs> the dog end. would have said mama like really quietly yeah. but it would have been like yeah yeah see 
Get in touch with us, whoever made this movie. We'll redo it. No more of this Blumhouse bullshit. We'll Just get on A24. Yeah. 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 Blumhouse is going to drop out from Into the Dark. It's going to be A24's Into the Dark. Really emotional. Yeah. yeah. It'll be called Out of the Dark. I'd be happier with A24, although Blumhouse follows us. We love you, Blumhouse. Yay. Yay. Into the Darker. You're hot, Jason. Um, But anyways. Yeah, look at the, the... Right here, skip Blumhouse. Right <laughs> Jason, Jason Blum. Not we have, so Jason. we have our own Jason Hill right here, every ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, is... I mean, Jason, you're hot too. Um, but yeah, well, with the headband, hello. Yeah, <laughs> only with the headband. Do not take yeah. it off ever again. Um, but final yeah, exactly. thoughts on the movie. I liked it. I wanted to say three point five out of five stars. We'll go in alphabetical order. Aid, how do you rate this movie? Well, you know, it, it the movie bothers me obviously, and and then and obviously we know why. Yeah, doesn't it doesn't matter <laughs> doesn't matter to all of the penises in the room for the ovaries here. This is why yeah, I, I was annoyed. I was just yeah. you know no triggers over here. And and it's sad because like it kind of like reflects the the um this is what made me mad because it makes it seem like women are obsessive over having children because she would do anything to have this type of protection, including sacrificing the man who loves her. So she finally Mm. finds somebody who actually wants her. And then she just throws him quote to the dogs. So, (laughs) you know, exactly. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for mansplaining. (laughs) Thanks, I know, for your, uh, thanks for your lansplanation well i will i will take all so, the um but yeah i just i i i like it i i take a lot more from it and i i know that there is a lot of underlying themes in this film i love that we have these little easter eggs i love that we have our scream two queen in here mm-hmm. right so it is actually probably a more like stand out episode i would say that if i'd seen them all but i haven't so i can't but anyway Yay. this is my favorite episode she's seen so far yeah I, actually, I, I love this one i love judy greer and i think that she's amazing and i honestly think that this was a perfect role for her and, and and it's also very depressing as a woman watching this because you know i am getting up there so if you're in your 20s you don't care wait till yeah. your late 30s and you watch this and you, you have a good cry and and several glasses of wine and then pass out and pretend that it doesn't matter yay this movie is why people get their mrs degrees in college mm-hmm. <laughs> don't know what that is oh it's, it's for the, the the folks they you know the joke is the mrs for degrees for so they can find their husband and they go to college just so they can find their husband mm-hmm. no i thought you were talking no. about MRSA. MRSA, um, yes MRSA. that's safe MRSA, getting married you know having a husband same difference all diseases Bye. Um, you need a vaccine for like one of those things <laughs> well, at least jason what are your thoughts on the movie uh, i gave it like a 2.5 i feel like wow. it's kind of it felt straight yeah <laughs> it felt stretched i feel like it would have been better like hour long episode um i feel like there's kind of a lot of going things going on and admittedly i'm not the biggest fan of these kind of like movies where women centered yeah yeah exactly i really hate <laughs> that um but no, the movie's where somebody keeps killing somebody like comedically and they keep trying to bury it, but somebody's constantly on their, on their tail, but then they keep killing people and everything kind of looks like it's going to go up, up, up good for them. I just, I kind of get tired of those movies. Um, so I get the, the allegory of it. Uh, it just seemed like a, 
not i mean it's obviously it's a lot better than like any of these full moon or like asylum movies but it felt stretched like some of those movies can yeah. um and that's that was my my gripe with it um and i'm trying to think of the other into the darkness movies tv shows whatever you want to call them uh specials maybe that would be a, a more apt term for this i, I gave it a 2.5 it's fine you know it's fine it's oh. fine it's fun it's Lance. i like man's best friend better oh my goodness <laughs> i actually looked and there was it wasn't streaming anywhere which is why we didn't do that one um, i'll send it to you later <laughs> perfect now lance give us your thoughts and prayers on good boy yeah no it was fun i mean i there's definitely spots that like i feel like it could have gone one direction or a different direction kind of deal where it was like either be super campy or be super like you know depressingly kind of where you know it's like oh my god this is sad for every woman in the world <laughs> you know like it's like oh man like, you know, when the fact that she seems so desperate, like, you know, the first date she has, she pretty much is like, how do you feel about children? He's like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> like, we just hung out. Like, yeah. this is our first date. Like, what the fuck? And you're like, man, that seems super desperate on her end. <laughs> like, you're like, what are you on this app just to get a fucking dude to get pregnant? Like, no dude's going to be into that <laughs> ever. Like, yeah. not like the first. So it kind of seemed like it was either that or <laughs> it was either like, oh, this dog's just murdering people left and right. And then why are you keep cleaning up this dog's mess every time he does something which goes along with the whole you know children factor of like doing whatever you would do for your kids so like it felt like it was kind of all over and didn't really pick a main direction at any point really so it kind of kept me kind of going oh, okay and at the end i was kind of hoping the same dude who was the kennel guy was like part of some conspiracy of because the dog ended up literally at the back of the same place. You're telling me this is the only dog place in this whole town. <laughs> like, this I dog would, would like to know, like, why is this dog? So, what happened to this dog? There's some kind yeah. of like, what happened? That's, yeah. I was oh, yeah, like, that, come on. That's what I was hoping it was to be like one of those things that like, goes like a secret, like society where they were making these animals at this dog place. And then you'd get like a sequel where you find out that kid's really the main epicenter to something. That would be fun, you know, but they didn't even tease that. It was just kind of like, Oh, next person up for the fucking suicide dog. <laughs> I think well, that's you guys a... watched that uh that Erie Indiana episode where they had the dogs. Y'all remember that yeah. episode? Yeah, that's what we've been like all of them trying to take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. But anyways, um, so <laughs> I think well, okay, but I don't mean to interrupt you, Mikey. But it's but you're going to go ahead. Of course I am. <laughs> of course I am. But it is interesting to listen to all of the male perspective of this film because. All of you are inherently wrong. <laughs> I haven't given my thoughts about it. Mikey, with your vagina, continue. Thank I you. was just going to say, I think that's what makes the, the movie end on such a bummer is that she can't win. And yeah. I think I would have liked for them to explore more of the relationship between Judy Greer and Ellen Wong because Ellen Wong is, they know each other because Judy Greer was her babysitter. And so I thought that was going to make like almost like a maternal instinct for Judy Greer where there was going to be like a struggle, like who does she side with? The dog that she's treating oh, as right. her child or yeah. the child that she took care of when she was younger. Um, it didn't really play on that as much as I would like to, but also Ellen Wong even says like, she doesn't want to have kids and there's even that moment where she's like you know I know that you don't have to have kids in life and she says something like I know you know that or something like that and so burn. I was like we need burn. yeah but like we need like that conversation needs to be had yeah. almost in more detail in this movie if that's what the movie's trying to put a message about yeah, yeah, yeah. um but it does but oh go ahead no that 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 is the underlying theme yeah but 
to punish Judy Greer in the end, and then and then make a man adopt the dog at the end. Yeah, it's kind of a slap in the face. But so again, this film doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah, I think yeah. that was the biggest bummer of. I was loving all of it, but it's like she was never able to win, and she still yeah. didn't win because she goes to jail. <laughs> boyfriend who gets his head clonked off and the uh in the in the in the corbels and halloween too oh yeah at oh. the end but he's also in an episode of walking dead i think or some shit or he's or he's hmm. in something else anyways he sucks bye <laughs> yeah you know what go ahead take the dog and i hope the dog eats off your man bun i don't care um, <laughs> he probably will probably. exactly All yeah right. But mm-hmm. yeah, so okay, well, there you go. Obviously, some very uh, different opinions on this movie. So give it a watch, listeners, and let us know what you think. Or berate us with comments about how this is the worst movie you've ever seen and we shouldn't have covered it like last time. Oh my um, God. <laughs> like, who the fuck has time to troll a podcast you don't even listen to? Ooh. I've never had so much hate on one movie. Like, who is hitting the hashtags for American Werewolf in Paris? I mean, like, you fucking suck. <laughs> Thank I you for know. the publicity, sir. I appreciate you. <laughs> Again, I wasn't on that episode. Yes, Lance. Yeah. This is all your fault. <laughs> well, speaking of other things that are Lance's fault, we are wrapping up on the hour. So if you would like <laughs> to support us monetarily, you can find us on Patreon, where we release Patreon exclusive uh, episodes. Uh, patreon.com slash slashers pod if you want to buy merchandise from coffee cans to dental dams you can find us on redbubble at slasherspod.redbubble.com instagram you can find me at whore and a half shell aid at pathologically aid jason at jason hills 64 i think it's 63 whatever i'm not super active on it but it's no one knows (laughs) um and then lance at wait jason's headband at Oh yeah. yeah. I was Jason's making a favorite Instagram. At xtube.com <laughs> slash um or Lance at Zombie versus Hate. You can also find us on Facebook at the group Mutant Goons from Beyond and Instagram with the name Mutant Goons from Beyond. I think that's it. So this is the last episode of Dog Days of Summer. I hope you had a howling good time. Mm. Um with that said, we'll be back next month with a very surprise uh theme because I forgot what it is. And until then, <laughs> goodbye and good time. <laughs>